Good morning, Delaware. I got another surprise for you this morning. It is Nicole Fowles, but it is not Molly Myers Labady. This mm-hmm. morning we are joined by Hannah Simpson. Hello, hello. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning. Hannah's in the communications department with me, and so we're doing all the communicating today. Yeah, we're we're communicating real well. That's right. Radio <laughs> communications. You know, we're talking books. Today is the book talk to end all book talks. So if you are um, a person who loves reading, who loves book recommendations, you are going to want to hang out for this show because Hannah and I have a list of 240 books in front of us that our staff um, at the Delaware County District Library have read this summer. And we're going to talk all about it um, in the second half of the show. First half of the show, we're still going to talk about what we're reading and then we're going to talk about events. We've just we've got a great show. So many things. Yeah. It's going to be like super library. Super, super library show. The most yeah. library <laughs> of library shows that we could possibly have. Um, awesome things happening in Delaware this weekend. Mm-hmm. Tonight is First Friday. I bet our friends at the City Show, the Delaware City Digest, we'll talk a little bit about that. Pacer Fest at yeah. the Hayes High School. And uh, yeah, we're winding down Summer Reading Club. Story times on a break. They're on a break, so yeah, we've got. We've just, you know what? It's like, ah, do you have your school supplies ready? Do you have your backpacks ready? Is your house? I feel like like my house needs to be cleaned. Like it feels is, like a new year. It's, yeah. it's like I always feel like the new year starts when school starts. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel too. I feel and I feel like like we're getting back into the rhythm. You know, I'm very much looking forward to getting my household yep. <laughs> back into the rhythm. All right, so let's talk books. So we're going to start with some things that Hannah and I have read recently. So what have you got on your recent read list? I am currently working through a book called The Anomaly by, do I do it Americanized or do I say it the way it's supposed to be said? Oh, the way it's supposed to be Hervé said. Hervé Letelier. Oh, one more time. Hervé Letelier. Hervé Letelier. Letelier. Um, what's, <laughs> but what's the Americanized way? Now I want to know. It's still... Hervé mm-hmm. Letelier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the way it's supposed to be done. Hervé Letelier. Yeah. Uh, this book was published in, oh, I can't even remember now, uh, but it won in France Le Prix Goncourt, which is not why I picked it up. I picked it up because when the translation into English came out, it was, people were freaking out because it like sold out in France during the pandemic. Um, you know, people were craving things to do, and they, it just like sold out. It broke all these records. It won the equivalent of a Pulitzer. Oh, nice! Uh, which that's what the Prix Goncourt is. Um, uh, but interestingly, the Prix Goncourt only gets a ten euro prize. It's more. Uh, what am I thinking of? Honorary, mm-hmm. symbolic, and so in this book, it's kind of strange. In March of 2021, the, uh, an Air France flight. From Paris to New York hits major turbulence, an air pocket. They're falling through the sky. <sighs> and then they, they write themselves and they come through and they land and people go about their lives. After being horribly traumatized for that right. moment. You know, there's the, the, the aircraft is, is damaged. <laughs> the, the windshield is cracked. All of that. <sighs> That's March. They go about their lives. In June, the same flight appears out of thin air over the Atlantic in, in coming to New York. Same pilot. Same people. Same, I and mean, then they're like, um, but these people have already been living their lives. Yeah, it's somehow duplicated and done like a time thing. And so it's, what do you do when you, when there's duplicates of people walking around? How did this happen? How does the how does the country handle it? Because this is an international flight, so there are French citizens, there right. are Chinese citizens, there are British citizens. And, and then, how often is this going to happen? Is this going to happen once every three months? Is this going to right? Yeah. And so it's very strange. And now I'm just at the point where they've decided to introduce 
they they call like all the characters who are on the plane. There's like Blake, who seems like a family man. He's French, but he's also a contract killer. Oh, and so when Blake meets his double, or when there's an architect, when when an architect meets his double, there's a closeted pop star. Who, when he meets his double, like, what do you do when you're confronted with your double? And they yeah. all have different ways of doing of dealing with it. And plus the bureaucracy, it's wild. I'm, I'm reading it and putting it down and, and looking at people like, this is happening. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that, that, that they're reading their doubles? And yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> well, and, and the, it makes you think, you know, this sounds like this would be a great book club title because I'm thinking to myself, well, what would I do if I met myself? Would I like myself? Would I would I want more of myself? Could I accomplish more over the course of the day? Like, could I be like, OK, you work on this task and you work on this task and look at what we can do. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to give away too, too much, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, to say the title again. The Anomaly. The Anomaly. That sounds appropriate. Yeah. I mean, and then they're also faced with things like they're like the pilot of the plane. His name, I don't know, his name is like Dan or whatever. So when they bring them together, there's Dan March, who was on the plane that landed in March. And then there's Dan June, who's on the plane that landed. And Dan March is dying in a hospital in California. But Dan June has just landed. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe they can catch his cancer earlier. Whoa. So things like that. Right. You, and there and there are people on the plane who have have died in those 3 months and it's like, okay. Yeah. Now what? What 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 does a gift of 3 months look like? Do you just and those people who have lost their loved ones, now there's a duplicate they're yeah. running around. So it's wild. I'm about 60% of the way through the book. This is cool because it almost sounds like, you know, if you're into Marvel, if you're into superheroes and you know about, you know, the snap and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, like it, you might be into this. If you're into something just a little bit different, you might be into this. It sounds like it's, it's also literary. It's beautifully written. The right. translator, her name is Adriana Hunter. She did an excellent job. It's so beautiful, even in translation. Yeah. So. It's really something for everyone. <laughs> right. It really, yeah, that sounds really fun. The Anomaly by Hervé Letelier. 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 There we go. I tried. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Well, I am picking up on a series that I've talked about um, a handful of times um, each time that I've read one of the volumes in the series. This is Lore Olympus, and I just consumed in a night uh, volume four. <laughs> it is by Rachel Smythe, S M Y T H E. And she really creates this originally as a a webtoon comic. So um, if you subscribe to her webtoon, you can get each, you know, what do they call it? Uh, Each little like chapter in the episode. She calls them episodes. So you can get each episode, which is really only about, I don't know, no, no more than eight pages or so, maybe 20 panels. Um, and so you can get each episode at a time and you can read it that way. But I like to wait until the volumes are published so I can just like down it all in a night. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's so beautiful. So concept of Lore Olympus, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, is we are we are talking about the Greek gods. Um, primarily, we're talking about the relationship between Persephone and Hades and um where we last left off, where you last saw Persephone, um, is that she she and Hades in volume one uh, kind of meet each other um, at a party, but Persephone was set up. It was a dare. Hades kind of takes care of her, takes her home. They kind of fall for each other. Um, but you find out that she is part of the... Um, training of the gods who are supposed to be in the bonds of eternal maidenhood and so she's not supposed to be with anyone she's supposed to continue her training just like Athena did and all of the other kind of warrior goddesses 
And so she, she, that's what she's training for. So she's not supposed to fall in love. But what happens when she has these feelings for Hades? Um, so she decides, no, no, we have to put these feelings on hold. And so where we come to meet her in volume four is she has um, – she has an internship in the oh. underworld with Hades, and they have to set their boundaries because they have to be professional during I the internship. I love this trope. <laughs> <laughs> it's so slow built. It's a very, it's a very slow burn in, in, in volume four in particular. Um, we do learn that she, you know, they're allowed to see each other during the day. They may not text each other from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. because that would be inappropriate. Oh, yes, it would. They um, may not, um, they, they may not flirt at Oh, work. the yearning. Goodness. Just the yearning. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, we learn about many of the other uh, Greek characters while we're here. We learn about um, Hades' brothers, Zeus and Poseidon. Oh, those, uh, those brothers. Goodness. We also learn about... <laughs> About, um, Zeus's wife Hera. Hera um, has decided that she is going to take Persephone under her wing to teach her, you know, all of the things mm. that she needs to know to really become. If you know your Greek gods, <laughs> you know none of this. Ooh. Don't take it on face value. <laughs> Don't trust that Hera. Don't trust Hera. And, Do and, not trust Zeus. Well, and Persephone has not been part of Olympus her whole life because her mother is Demeter. Demeter is the goddess of of nature, fertility, you know, all of these harvest. harvest, all these things. And so Persephone is the goddess of spring, so she has spent most of her life on Earth. She's a busy girl. And so Olympus is kind of a new new territory for her, uh. so she's got to figure it all out. Um, you also come to learn that she might have had a little something with Aries for a minute there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Lots of stuff happening in Lore Olympus Volume 4. Pick it up. Check it out on the webtoon. I mean, gorgeous illustrations. Beautiful, Absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. Uh, it is mature-ish content. I would read it if you were like mature high school and older um, just because there's some there's some, you know, things happening in the in mm -hmm. the dating world that are that are happening in this book. So that is where we will leave you. We're going to go to a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to touch on the 240, well, not all of them, but the 240 books that our staff at the Delaware County District Library have read um, this summer and some of the, uh, I'll say, greatest hits of the summer. Yeah. Stay tuned. Well, welcome back. We um, Number one, we're so grateful for our sponsors. Thank you, Mosher's Market. Thank you, Helpline. I had an amazing conversation yesterday with um, our friends at Helpline about all of the things that they are doing in this community. I saw them at Supplies for Scholars last week. Yeah. Gosh, that was so much fun. It was. It yeah. was so cute to see all the kids getting excited for school supplies. Yeah. <laughs> we had um, we had, we had had our live remote. We had our friends on the show, Brandy and Kelsey, and um, there were still more events this week. I think by the end of the time, they said they'd service, you know, 2,000 students, yeah. backpacks, all the school supplies. What an amazing county we live in. We really do. Truly. Um, if you ever need resources, come to the Delaware County District Library. We know where to point you to. We are so connected with all of our friends in the county and all the wonderful things that they do. Um, but this second half of the show, mind you, my co-host <laughs> this, this second half of the show is Hannah Simpson. Yes, hello. hello. Happy to be here. Molly is in meetings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the life of the deputy director. So communications <laughs> it is. 
we are we're talking books. So this summer we do summer reading club, and it is for all ages. If you didn't know, um, is zero to seventeen or eighteen. You read your twelve hours. You come in. You get your six hour prize, which is a flashlight, tons of coupons. You get your twelve hour prize, which is a book of your choosing that you get to keep forever. But grown-ups also have a summer reading club. You read four books or you attend four programs. And our staff are always just a little jealous. Oh, yeah. They're like, well, I'm reading too. Always. And we have friends at Modern Woodman, um, the Denny family. And um, we have them and they donated a basket and so we were like well look at that we've got a prize that was donated to our library and so we said to our staff go ahead do your adult your grown-up summer reading club Mm -hmm. submit your titles and um and then we'll do a raffle to win the amazing basket that was donated from our friends at modern woodman um so we've got a list of 200 plus books 240 250 titles in front of us and um, so we're going to talk about the greatest hits of the DCDL staff reading this summer. What's notable is that on this list of 240 books, there are only six titles that have been read by more than one person. That's amazing. That that just shows that, you know, our staff are well read and they're diversely read. Yes. You know, so anybody that you walk up to in the library and you ask for a reading recommendation, though whatever genre you're asking about might not be something that they've read. I bet the person sitting next to mm-hmm. them has. All right, so let's kick it off, Hannah. What are some of the titles that you're seeing in the uh, in the ones that have been duplicated, in the ones that have been read by multiple staff members? <laughs> Actually, two of the ones that I submitted are on this list. Nice. So uh, w- one is called Wedding of the Season by Lauren Edmondson. It was on Hoopla as an audiobook for me. That's how I read it. Um, it is about a... It's an easy, it's a beach read. It's in the vein of Ellen Hildebrand. It's a woman comes back because her sister is getting married and they're from, uh, oh, I, where are all, Newport, Rhode Island. There okay. we go. I was going to say, it was not Providence. Was like I was like, Nantucket, what's that other one? Northeastern, No, yeah. Nantucket's Ellen Hildebrand. All her books are on Nantucket, <laughs> literally, because yes. she's a year-round Islander. <laughs> um, and it's just so beautiful. Not, I guess, it, no, I take that back. It's just a good beach read. It's about family. I liked the fact that she comes back and it's not like, she doesn't just turn her nose up like, I'm too good for these people. I, sure. I, like, when you come back to your hometown, that sort of thing, she's sort of like... That's one of the she, tropes, yeah. Yeah, she does a lot of self-reflection and goes, man, I really screwed up. And hmm. there's a lot of growth without the the surliness. Okay. And, and you know, Newport is beautiful, so the scenery is beautiful. Are and, there multiple weddings? I feel like... A wedding of the season. No, her... her yeah. And, and the house that she grew up in... Her sister's, it's her sister's wedding. Her sister's fiance, their family had bought it from them and they were allowed to live on the property in like the carriage house, but that's in disrepair and Mm -hmm. all these old Newport mansions. And so, yeah, it's a good light beach read. And so I can, I'm glad that someone else has read it. It makes sense that it was on the, um, on the, on the duplicates of our staff reads this summer. We also have two titles that were read by multiple staff members by Emily Henry. And our guests on the show have talked about it. Um, Molly has talked about it. We have Emily Henry. So um, Emily Henry's title, Happy Place, and her title, Beach Read, both made the um, both made the list of our staff's best hits of the summer. And her other titles are also on the list, just yeah. not as duplicates. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't read Emily Henry, she just writes these romance stories that are, you know, they have a little bit more to them. But they're not spicy. They're not like, mm-hmm. they're not like romance books. Right, like what do we say on the chili pepper level? On one to five, it's she's like maybe a like one a two. and a half. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely more about the relationships and the people. Um, 
but very good. It's it's a little bit elevated. I would say it's close. It's a little bit more literary than most like summer reads. So if you're looking for romance um, and you're looking for something that's not too spicy, maybe you can read it and not be blushing with the people around you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Emily Henry um, Beach Read was published in 2020. Happy Place is one of her newer. It came out this summer. Yeah, Happy Place just came out this this year, 2023. So those were some good ones. Um, speaking of new titles, there is one that has been read by two of our staff members that isn't even published yet. What is today's date? August 4th. So you Comes can, out on Tuesday. You can get your name on the list if you want to uh, continue with the series. I've talked about number one in the series. Number one in the series is Neon Gods. Yes, we read that together for a book club that we're in. Very spicy. <laughs> Like a five on the chili five and pepper. A half. <laughs> it's breaking the scale. It was it was up there. <laughs> um, this by Katie Robert, K A T E E Robert, and number five is called Cruel Seduction. And this one, we're back in the world of the gods. Um, what she does with each of these stories is she takes the um, the Greek gods and the the pairs that we know in them. So again, number one was Persephone Hades. That story all over again. I don't know what number five is about. So. Um, you'll find out when you put your name on the list and you figure out if you want to be if you want to be part of the uh, Neon Gods series, <laughs> the Gods of Olympus series um, by Katie Roberts. Horse. That is one horse. that we definitely can cannot not talk about. Right. Uh, the Horse is by Geraldine Brooks. Um, I actually bought this book because I was in I was having a panic attack and I found myself at our friend Beanbag Books <laughs> and I was like I need to spend my money here and horse nice. came home with me. Um, it is Geraldine Brooks has won the Pulitzer Prize before. Yes. It is very literary, but it's not a sludge to read. It, it's a page turner. I did not want it to end. It follows um, a, t- a couple timelines. The first one where you open it is uh, there is a, I think he's a master's or a PhD student, and he writes for magazines like the Smithsonian Magazine. Okay. And um, he notices his neighbors across the street, someone has passed away, and he plucks a painting out of the garbage, and it's a beautiful oil painting of a horse. Uh-huh. And so then we go back in time and we learn about this horse and his the person who this horse is bound to emotionally. Mm-hmm. The horse is called Lexington. He is a real horse. Mm-hmm. He was a real horse that really lived the greatest racehorse of all time. And the person he was bound to in the book is Jarrett, who was a slave who helped him arrive in the world. And mm-hmm. he was, and um, it's really heart wrenching. You follow Jarrett. If you like, I skim through books before I read them, and you see he's he starts as Warfield's Jarrett as a possessive because he's a slave, and then mm-hmm. you're like he gets sold several times, and so you're like hoping he's going to get freed and. Every so often a chapter changes and his owner's name changes and you're mm. just like, ah, oh, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really not about the horse. It is ultimately about what it means to be a black man in America. Mm-hmm. Because Theo, who in the modern day, he is also, he's a black um, man, but he's he's half American, half Nigerian, but mm-hmm. raised in Britain. Oh. Um, so he, so it's a lot about that. It is beautifully written. I just sobbed, sobbed, sobbed. Yeah. But it, I loved it. And um, one of our book clubs is discussing it next week. Yeah, we have both the virtual book club and the Liberty Evening book club that are discussing it. And you said you got a little behind the scenes take from yes. Carrie. Carrie says that um, that she asks for at least one title for her book for them to vote on and bring to her for her to pick. And they picked horse. Oh, nice. Um, it can be hard to get because it's so popular. It's brand new. Uh, this summer, and yeah. they were they were able to get enough copies, and they're talking about it next week. Yeah, you're definitely not going to want to miss that. We have um, the Liberty Evening Book Club is Tuesday, August 8th, and that meets at 530. 
um, at the Liberty Branch Library, and they are talking about horse. If you can get your hands on it, if you can't, you can just hop over to Beanbag Books and and buy yourself a copy. <laughs> well, we've got like one minute left. We've got we're we're pretty light on the events this week at the library, but there's one final event. Oh, you know what? Was this one on the tenth or was it on the first? The Mm, the Thursday, August. I think it's on the 10th. It's Meet Ohio Reptiles at the Alum Creek State Park mm-hmm. at 2 o'clock. And um, you, if you got one more thing that you want to take your kids out to, take them to the Alum Creek State Park and uh, let them traipse around. Let them meet some reptiles. Yeah. Get a little dirty. Local reptiles. Absolutely. <laughs> your neighborhood reptiles. <laughs> Just your neighborhood reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> you could You could find plenty of those. Um, we have a million and one more books. We're going to see if maybe we can get this into a book list. Oh, yeah. Um, we've already got some really great book lists for lots of different things. If you go to DelawareLibrary.org um, and you head over to our catalog, you can see lots of different things. Hannah made a great one that was your your Barbie Oppenheimer recommendation. Yes. Yes, that <laughs> one was so much fun. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you're looking for something to read, come to the library. All right. That brings us to the end of our half hour. We're so happy that you joined us this morning. And um, until next week. Until next week. See you in the stacks.